Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find the podcast Anywhere you find podcasts, for the most part, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, Omni, 1080TheFan.com. I saw one of you leave a three-star review out there, you jerks. Just tell me why. Yeah, just give us a reason. (laughs) Don't just leave it and walk away. Was it accidental? Did you click by accident? That's not cool. It's like I went to the brewery and they didn't serve any wine. One star. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So maybe it was a misclick and maybe we're overreacting. But hey, three stars to five stars turns our frowns upside down. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I just want to know why. If you don't like it, that's fine. I know. That's true. Yeah. If you if you, if you you give us less than than five stars, I mean four stars, I suppose, whatever. If you give us less than that, tell us why. What's What do you dislike about the podcast? Yeah, nobody has any problem telling me that I'm obnoxious, I'm loud, I'm overbearing, and sometimes that I'm just a little dramatic. You're, like, opi- you're opinionated. Yeah. You're stuck in your ways. Doesn't, you're a little bit like a hipster, but not really. Doesn't stop anybody from saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit too calm sometimes. I don't necessarily let that opinion out as much as I should sometimes. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a weird dude in my interests. I get it. There's weird things. I I'm get actu- it. I'm actually quite sensitive. I'm emotionally closed <laughs> off sometimes, and I'm working on that. I'm really trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. Um, but yeah, so that's where you can find the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash beers on us. Patrick's at PDD085 there. And then I'm on Twitter. I don't have a personal Instagram at Mike Lynch27. So if you want to follow us along there, you can. Last week's episode was a lot of fun. And full disclosure, we have not recorded for like a week and a half now. Because that episode we recorded the Saturday before last week. So we are almost at two weeks since we last recorded this podcast. It's kind of wild. That was a fun one. I, I enjoyed going to function and, and talking some beer with, with Tony there and talking about kind of just the state of Oregon and beer and also ho- how Oregon Craft Beer Month was going to be working out. Um, I have not done nearly anything this last week with beer uh, for reasons I will not discuss on the podcast, but um, I did get really loaded on Deschutes box beer watching Letterkenny at a friend's house. So that was <laughs> <That's> fun. great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just did a drinking game based on that show and it was pretty fun. And we got <laughs> drunk really fast. So uh, that was that. That was basically my week in beer. I haven't haven't had anything special. There's one still in my fridge that I haven't touched yet, uh, which I'll probably have this weekend. It's the Block 15 Love Potion Stout mm. with Marionberries. Yep, yep, that's that look, a classic. That looks very good, and I don't think I had that last year. So that's kind of coming up for me this weekend. But beyond that, I, I did not have a lot of alcohol this week. Well, let's not forget we went to Stormbreakers six year anniversary after the that's podcast. Right, we did. Yeah, we went there with uh, with those peeps. Ran into Mike Hunsker. Because they were doing a release um, with Stormbreaker. They were doing a release with Stormbreaker. It's always good to see Mike. I saw Mike yesterday again mm-hmm. um, in Camus. Um, there's that. Uh, I went to Han Oak for dinner the other night, drank some free pilsners. Um, I got also that same night we went to Bridgetown and Prost, by the way. Oh, that is true. Yeah. 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 And I forgot to pay my tab at Prost. Um, 
fortunately, I have some friends that work there, but I was like, see you guys later. Have a good night. They were like, later, dude. See you. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> then I got a text like two hours later. I was in bed and it was like drunk and not going anywhere. And it was like, bro, you owe us 37 bucks. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, some cool news that we can, that I'll drop right now for this that's now made official if you guys haven't seen. Uh, Grains of Wrath is taking over the old Lompoc on Williams and Sidebar. Yeah, we uh, we talked to Mike about that when we saw him last Saturday. Mm-hmm. He was very excited. Very excited. And it was it's funny because we had talked to him months ago when we did our one-year anniversary episode, mm-hmm. and he was alluding to that he was looking for an over-the-river uh, location for the brewery. Yep. And uh, so we walked in there, and he, you know, you already knew, and you told me, and I was like, "Oh crap, man, that's awesome!" Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, my girlfriend's not super pumped about it because she's like, "How am I supposed to get you out to Camus when there's a grains of wrath now closer to your house?" And you're like, "Well, I can go to both. I'll go to both." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool. Mike's going to set up a production brewery there, doing mostly like hoppy stuff, dystopia, uh, papermaker things like that. And have a little, and and then occupy sidebar there to have a little tap room and a little bit of food. So there'll be a whiskey selection he was talking about. He's really excited about that. I'm pumped for that strip on Williams because I think there's like some good food on that strip, but I don't, it's not really walkable in terms of like just go from place to place to place. And I think that, and there's rumors of another brewery opening a tap room across the street that has been featured prominently on this show. Ex Novo's kind of down that area, you know, and you're down the street from Mississippi or like a couple of blocks down. So you could, you could, it's not as walkable, but it's all within that same area. But I'm excited to see more beverage options going in there. I mean, Ale Fire's there, the old tin bucket. Um, So be a little beer spot in North Portland that I'm excited to check out. I think it'd be really cool. Uh, so yeah, that that was our week in beer. Um, oh, I also drank this um, pale ale uh, from from I think Sierra I, Nevada. From uh, whoa, um, uh, from Russian River. I think I put it mm. on the Instagram page. It was a cool story. Uh, my buddy Todd up at Cerveza. Some guys were in town the other day from Santa Rosa, and they were doing like beer tours. And they rolled in Sunday morning, I believe. And one of the guys was so hungover that he couldn't do anything. He couldn't drink. He couldn't speak. Tried to eat a cup of soup. But on his way out, handed Todd this this can uh, of Russian River that you can only get at the brewery. And it was like three days old. I would drink that beer all day, every day. Hmm. All day, every day. Oh, I haven't posted it. I will post it at some okay. point. Okay. Russian River is fantastic. Yep. Absolutely fantastic. Yep, it was a very, very delicious beer. And, and if I was you ever go very to, lucky to be shared with. If you ever go down that way, it's a cool spot in Santa Rosa. It's always super busy, but it's just, you know, they make pizza and they do that kind of stuff. It's a good place. It's yep. a cool place to be. And they've got their new production facility that I really want to check out. Sounds really nice. Um, so that's our week in beer. And uh, hopefully, well, uh, for me, I'm not 100% sure, but hopefully we'll have a little bit more of an interesting week in beer to talk about next week. Um, we also have a potential plan for next week's yep. podcast as well. Um, but uh, we'll get to that at the end. Coming up today, we have not done this in about two or three months. We have another tasting room episode. Episode, episode, episode. Yeah. Episode, yeah. episode, episode. Uh, Patrick got four beers today. Yep. And uh, we're probably going to all just do this in one segment because we don't really have a beer of the week. We're just going to pick our favorite as the beer of the week. So this will be a rare one segment longer than 10 minute beers on us episode so get yourself comfortable wrap yourself in that blanket or maybe you're stuck in traffic and that's cool and you can listen and and it'll be easy just to have one simple segment but we got four beers in front of us that we're going to be trying here in the tasting room and uh what do you what do we got today 
Well, I grabbed, as you said, I grabbed these four beers. Um, I had seen a couple of them on the shelf, but hadn't tried them. Uh, and then a couple of these just showed up uh, coincidentally yesterday at some of the shops. So it was kind of a perfect time to do to do a, a tasting room episode. Um, for the first time that I can think of, Allegory has canned beer. Um, I grabbed their Dad Hat Pilsner. Okay. But I know, I think they canned an IPA and a hazy IPA as well. But in... You know, thoughts of an allegory making, is McMinnville, correct? Mm-hmm, and in the thought of making the tasting room a little more versatile, I went with the Pilsner. So we've got that. I'm really excited. I love the branding on this. I think the the label looks awesome. That does I mean, look cool. It, it well, you have a hat from them. I so do. I recognize I do. the A. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that that branding look reminds me of another brewery though a little bit. Really? Um, yeah, I got to think about it. Show me the can. Yeah. There, it's remind. It's giving me some sort of vibes of a different brewery, and I got to oh, figure out which one. That Maybe is. I'm just used to it. I mean, Dave and Charlie are awesome dudes, and um, I'm really excited to taste this beer. I'm excited the growth that they're getting into. I mean, they're not that old, um, so yeah, I'm just excited. So I, don't I figured know. I'd take a stab at them. I can't. I can't. I can't picture it in my head right now, but I've seen cans that look similar to that. I love my hat from them. It's red and black. I wear it at Blazer games. Yeah, it looks like a Blazer hat that's not. Mm, that's not. Yeah, give All a little right. shout out to my boys at Allegory. So that's the first one. And then I grab this Trapdoor Stick E Stick S T I C K E. Okay. But it's an Alt Beer. Okay. Um it's about a month old. I hadn't I I am no Trapdoor for their hazies, so I got excited for and I think they've done like a Hellas in a can and some other non-hazies in cans. And I told you I had the the not-so-great experience with the right. the nut porter thing that they had. Yeah. So I figured we'd give this a shot. I like, you know, I like the alt beer style. It was one of my favorite styles in terms of the, the, the gym and stuff. And then this beer, I can't remember if I've had this beer or not, but I believe it's their core IPA. This is from Brothers Cascadia over in Vancouver. The Super Chief IPA. It might be hazy. Okay. If my memory serves me correct. Uh, I like Brothers Cascadia from the small amount that I've had from them quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of my friends that live in Vancouver, they go up there, they're there all the time. I mean, it's quickly becoming maybe the best brewery in Vancouver. Um, Might be fun to go out and do a podcast. Okay. Yeah. And then the last one I grabbed, thinking it was an IPA, I was wrong. Um, Well, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Uh, a, A new Rubens can hit the shelf called Blimey That's Bitter, and I was thinking, ooh, an IPA that's bitter, let's go. And then literally 10 minutes ago, I looked down at the bottom, and it's a triple IPA. Oh, boy. So, whoopsies. <laughs> let's have four beers, and the third one's a triple IPA. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, 10.5%, so we'll, we'll get to that, and that'll be um, that'll be interesting. I All like right. the can. I'm assuming that's the order we'll be drinking them in as well, so we'll go that's Pilsner, all maybe hazy, and then the triple. So let's get underway. Let's, let's try the allegory. I don't... I don't know if I've had allegory beer outside of like maybe I just didn't know what I was ordering at a restaurant, you know? Yeah. What 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 can I expect from them? If you were to go to Allegory, what do you expect to get? Is it all over the place? Is it you know, are they, you know, more German style beers or or what? Um, I tend to find I mean, they do some cool stuff with barrel program and farmhouse and wild stuff, and they do really well with loggers too. Um I haven't ventured a ton into their IPAs. Per se, which is why I was excited to see their IPAs on the shelf. Um, but I picked this up because I expected a, a clean, well-balanced Pilsner. I mean, that's kind of the route I think those guys go. Okay. Um, I just took my first sip. I took my first smell. The, the nose is great on this beer. It, t- mm. it, it smells like a classic fresh Pilsner. Um, you get a little fruity on the nose, too. Yeah, there's... Uh, 
the the back end of this is incredibly bready. Yeah, like I'm getting a lot of like that bready feeling on the back end of the palate. Um, if there's one criticism, is that in the middle palate, there's a there's one of those little flavors that I've. I, I don't know if I want to say it this way, but it's just kind of what it reminds me of a little bit is when you have bad beer, quote unquote, like skunk beer, mm-hmm. when they have those lagers and pilsners that come out, there's yeah. like a slight quality in those that's like, ugh, that's not so great. I'm not saying this has that at all, but it reminds me a little bit of that flavor in the very middle of it, if that makes sense. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Again, I don't want to be like taking an S on the beer or anything like that. It's good. It's just that was my first thought was. This reminds me a little bit of a much better lager that I would also have had in college, if that makes any sense. Or no, a pilsner. But it, no, but I think it's okay. Okay. Um, it doesn't make any sense though. <laughs> no, not a whole lot to me, at least. Um, I like I like how the I like how full the body is. I was kind of surprised at how full the body is in the middle, in the mid palate. But I like this. I think this is totally good. I would drink this. It's simple. It's easy. It's refreshing. Yeah. Refreshing. Refreshing and crisp. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is just giving me flashbacks to drinking in college. I don't know why. Huh. It really is. It's like right in the middle of the palate. It's like you you, you smell it. You're like, ooh, this is a great Pilsner. You, you get the back end. It's like, ooh, nice and bready. You get the front end of the sip. You're like, yep, yep, yep. And then in the middle, I'm like, back to Syracuse I go. <laughs> I don't know why that is. There's Maybe maybe it's just the the malt or the hop or the yeast or something that just reminds me of that. But that's that's uh, that's what I'm getting a ton of. And like I said, it's not a terrible thing because it's it's surrounded by good beer. It's just that thing is like I've always been reminded about like drinking Keystone Light, <laughs> and it's like that flavor, right? And uh, I know that sounds terrible, and I'm sorry if any of you from Allegory are listening. <laughs> I realize that I don't mean it to sound like that. It's just it's just what my memory is conjuring up. I apologize. I think for um, a can release, I think this is an excellent beer to do that. I think this is a great beer for people to learn who allegory is take a shot at them um, i mean like i said i think I, I think the can looks great i think the the, the, artwork, the art is awesome i think the artwork on it is so clean it's got some going on but it's not too much i mean i, th- I think their symbol is really kind of spot on too uh i think this i like this beer i'm into this beer and i would drink this beer more i don't get i don't get too much sulfur i don't get green apple i don't get anything like that Ooh, um, what is green apple uh, some, some loggers get this like kind of green apple taste to it. And that's like, what is that, 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 that goes into it that makes it? I don't know. I'm mm. still learning that pot. Okay. I know a lot of, I, I don't catch it very often. Um, I don't know if I've ever caught that. So. I don't catch it very often, but I know some peeps that catch it very easily are very sensitive to it. And it's just something I am not sensitive to. So I don't know a whole lot about it. All right. So that's our first beer of the tasting room. It is the Allegory Dad Hat Pilsner Lager. Uh, in a cool kind of like mint green artwork style. And the other cans look like that as well, but different colors. Um, got hats as the artwork, and um, hence the name Dad Hat. And uh, yeah, pretty pretty hard to miss if you go looking for it. So uh, if you find that out there, give it a try. Uh, see if see if uh, you get anything that I'm, I'm getting here harkening back to college, or if you just think I'm an absolute moron. I drank so much bush light and rain here okay. in college that nothing tastes like bush light and rain here. <laughs> Only bush light and rain here tastes like bush light and rain here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a memory thing. That's There's a all. lot of bush light at WSU. There's a lot of Keystone Light at Syracuse. That uh, was... See, they, the, the kids at Idaho, they drank Keystones, yeah. and I just, oh man, no, that stuff is so gross to me. Keystone Light was just like water, just bad water. It's, well, what it is. And well, it's cheaper than getting Coors Light, so you're like, okay, cool. Well, Keystone Light is cheap Coors Light. I know. Bush Light is cheap Bud Light. I know. Yeah, I would rather drink Bush Light, just like I would rather drink Bud Light. 
than Coors really? Light or Keystone. Yeah. I always, if I'm going with those cheap beers, Coors Light was my favorite. Ooh. I hated Miller and Bud. I thought they were disgusting. Well, you know me in High Life. Well, I know. I'm in on that High Life. Trend. I'm talking Miller Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find Coors Light too sweet. Mm. Maybe that's why I liked it, because I like sweets. And I loved Rainier because... <laughs> By liked it, I mean tolerated it. <laughs> and I drank a lot of Rainier, and I still drink a lot of Rainier to this day. Um, as far as cheap... If I buy cheap beer, I, most of the time I buy Rainier because it's hoppy. And then don't forget those parties where you get to get a keg of Natty Ice. Oh, man. Ooh. The beast. Fun. Oh, oh Milwaukee's beast. Best. Yeah, yeah, if you ever got into Milwaukee's Best. Oh, there's a story I have about... Uh, Legal drinking <laughs> with Milwaukee's best and some police. So, you know, there's that. I may have yelled in the middle of the house, why do they call this Milwaukee's best? It's the worst. <laughs> That's a great story. And then the police were in there. <laughs> Whoopsies. Good thing I was legal. Oh, uh-huh. man. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, what is this? We got the, uh, we got the sticky or sticker. Or Stiku. Stiku. Alt beer from Trap Adore Brewing in Vancouver. Stronger oh. than your average alt beer. Sticky Alt is a maltier and hoppier rendition of the classic style. Prepare yourself for an easy drinking balanced ale. Cheers. Malts. Floor malted Bohemian. Pilsner. Vienna. Munich 2. Kara Munich 3. Special Carafa 1. Hops. Pearl in Mount Hood. And yeast is German ale. That's the information on the can. Interesting. Beer opens doors. Um, yeah. Sure. Sure, true. Sure. And your name's Trapdoor, so cute. I appreciate cute. that. Cute. 6%. Um, yep, Vancouver, Washington. Oh, that's cool. They got the little North Bank Brewers kind of thing on it. That's like their, like, society sort mm. of thing. I gotcha. Well, this is an interesting beer. This is not what I was expecting. So um, it's a hoppier version? Maltier and hoppier version of an alt beer, which just means Well, you it's... can't be maltier than a malt-forward beer. Well, that's what it says, right? <laughs> it is what it says. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they just put more of it in it. So, hmm. The, I want to see what you think about this because you know all beers better than I do. I like them, but I don't know exactly what I'm looking for in the flavor profile. I mean, it does kind of just taste like a jacked up all beer, right? It's there's there's way more kind of like overwhelming flavor in the mid palate. The back end gives you kind of like that sweet stickiness that an all beer might give you, um, but I just think they just kind of jacked it up to eleven. It goes up to eleven. I I would agree with this. I I don't think this is a bad beer, but this is not how I want my alts. Um, I think this beer is really hoppy. I mean, I think the hop character comes through nicely, but I think a little too much. Things I like about alt beers, I like a little spicy. Um, I like almost a little as crazy as it sounds, but we've talked about this in the past of like weird descriptors for beer and how they can be positive. I like a little musky, like damp basement kind of flavor in an alt beer not too much but i like it just a touch of it and then like some spiciness and i don't get that from this i don't think this beer is bad by any means i i think this is just derailed from an alt beer too much um that was kind of my thought because i was drinking it and going this doesn't taste like an alt beer that much and it's it's borderline like a hoppy red yeah it, it that is a great way to look at it it's it's got it's got that sweetness that comes at the back of those hoppy reds um it is hoppy you're right especially in the middle it almost just it, it it almost doesn't feel as even across the palate, right? Mm. It's like, okay, I'm tasting it. Whoa, hoppy. Yeah. Okay, sweet syrup at the end. So not exactly the most even drinking beer. It's not bad or anything. Um, but yeah, you're right. When I when I think about all beers, I think of a more kind of I don't want to say one note, but a more consistent experience throughout the palate. And uh, it's a little thicker than I want to. 
Like syrupy? Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be a little thinner. Like foamier, breadier, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It, it does kind of seem like it's a little bit overly sweet, if I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't love sweet beers. That you do. It's really tough. Or that on you me. don't. I uh, I do like sweet beers, but when I'm when I'm trying to gauge this on this style, it shouldn't be this sweet. IMO. But if what they're going for is to jack up the alt beer, then they did succeed in that. They right? did succeed in that. If, so, that's what, if that was their plan, then well If executed. they're not just marketing it that way because that's how it turned out, if your plan was to say, hey, let's make an alt beer more flavorful, then you did that. It's just not necessarily what I want. I also like this can. I do not like that can you very don't? much. No. I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't understand the name, but everything else about it, I dig. I mean, it's simple. I don't necessarily like the like fingers on the bottom. It's a little weird. Is that what those are? I mean, probably not, but it looks like fingers. I think they look like matches. Okay, they might, but they look like they look like fingernails to me. They could also be what are those? Uh, oh, they look like chemtrails. <laughs> what if that's what it is? They're chemtrails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to look up this word and see what it means and see if they're talking about chemtrails. The word sticky yeah. with an e. Yeah. I feel like that's just a creative name for sticky. Because there is like, it's syrupy, right? So there's a little bit of like that stick in the back of your throat. That was a slurp noise, not whoa, a stick noise. Whoa, whoa, You were right? You were right? No, no. I'm totally not right at all. And this is kind of amazing. Uh, a stick beer is a name broadly given to a special version of a top fermented Dusseldorf style alt beer. Oh. Generally described as being higher in alcohol and more assertive in character than the traditional version. So they went full on into that. <clears throat> That's interesting. I didn't know that. But Michael... What it just said about this style is what we just described this beer as. Okay. That it's a, a higher in alcohol and more assertive in character than the traditional version. Okay. So The term derives from stickum, old Dusseldorf dialect for gossiping. In the context of beer, it suggests that the brewer was a bit heavy-handed in apportioning the ingredients for a given batch, resulting in a more intense flavor. Legend has it that those in the know would let a select few in on the secret that a particular batch was stronger because of the brewer's generosity. In modern times, the assertive character of Sticky is intentional, the result of exacting recipe design. Okay. Well, then, I don't take back what I said, but if that's what they were setting out to do, then it, then it appears as if you did that. Yeah, I would agree. I, I, I guess you say it's an alt beer because that's more understandable for those of us idiots here in Portland that yeah. don't know all the styles, but um, okay. That's cool. I learned something today. Yeah, I don't. Again, I, I'm not 100 percent sure if I can then accurately criticize the beer because it's like I've never had a beer like that before. Yeah, me neither. So I was criticizing it based on me saying it was an alt beer, but it's not really. Yeah, and I'm used to drinking like one of my favorite beers of all time in Portland, and maybe just all time. Something that really brought me into craft beer, kind of broke me from Manny's Pale Ale and Mirror Pond in Sierra Nevada and. Stuff like that uh, is Occidental's Alt Beer. The can is like Tiffany Blue. Um, We've had it on the podcast mm -hmm. before. Have we done it on this? I thought so. Uh, and I love that beer. And at Breakside, we make a beer. used to be made at Decom. Now it's made at Slabtown. Uh, we make an Alt Beer, an old, one of our old brewers, kind of his recipe, and we still use it to this day, and it's fantastic. Okay. So I'm used to the traditional stuff. So that's probably why this just like popped at me like, whoa. Yeah, it felt wrong, mm -hmm. but now it's not. Now it's not. Now it makes a ton of sense. All right, nice trap, job. All right, Trapdoor. I see. I mean, again, I find it hard to fully criticize, you know, constructively or not, because I've never had a beer like that before, but okay, Ditto. I see what you're doing. I, I understand the process now, and you know what I like about that? I like that you're trying something that's different in the market, right? I talked about this 
I don't know if it was this year and like what, what I want coming up. Maybe it was last year what I want coming up. It was like, I just want people to stop following the trends as much and just do stuff that's kind of cool and interesting and unique. I think this is kind of cool and interesting and unique. And that's why I'm saying bravo, Trapdoor, for doing that then. Okay? Yeah. Bravo. Great. I don't know if I love it because I don't know if that's the style that I would want to drink. But Agreed. bravo for trying something that's unique. Yeah. And we learned something. I mean, yeah, you're just like reading the side and it's like, okay, you made it more maltier and hoppier. Why? Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, because oh, we're supposed to. Yeah, because that's what they do. Because I want to. Because in Dusseldorf, Dusseldorf. 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 Uh, all right, we got an IPA that's probably hazy, maybe not. I from think Brothers it's Cascadia. hazy. I don't remember. Um, well, I actually haven't out. had a ton of their beer. Me you, neither. I've only had two. I don't uh, even know if I've had two. Really? I saw them. I forget where I saw them. I think I might have got them at John's, or maybe it was at New Seasons even. Nah, it's probably not at New Seasons. I remember getting two for myself for a weekend, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, Brothers Cascadia seems to get a lot of love. And uh, okay, let's give it a try. And I was like, these are really good beers. Um, all right, you're not pouring hazy. it. Not hazy, okay. Woo! That's exciting. Sorry, all you hazy lovers out there. Goodness gracious, the nose on this beer is wild. Okay. It is some... Dank stuff, maybe? It is maybe? some dankity dank. Not like chronic dank. Doesn't smell like weed. It smells like hops. Whoa. You know oh what my it, god! And I saw this earlier, so I don't want to sound like I just guessed it out of the out of the out of nowhere. It is Nelson Sauvin, Simcoe, and Cryo. Cryo is quite broad term to me, so I don't know if it's Nelson and Simcoe cryoed. Um, but it smells like Simcoe, and it smells like a beer that's been cryo hopped. Okay, so explain to me and others what cryo is cryo the, is like the only cryo i know is the everybody's cryo ipa well yeah but like the cryo processing is it's basically like concentrated hops it's like it's like dust it's it's like keef on marijuana basically and it, and it's you it, a lot of people think it's the future of hops okay. because it because it's so concentrated that you don't have to use as much to get what you need um i think it can create some weird flavors I think it has its very own specific flavor profile uh, that I don't tend to steer towards cryo hopped beers. It's not kind of it's just a little too much. And I think it's hard to balance. Um, but I think I think today's hop lover is into cryo. I mean, this, just smell it. I mean, it's just like hops. It's, I smell Simcoe and just punching yeah. me in the face. Yeah. Well, now take a sip because I just took my first sip and it is. The best way I can explain it still, you know, I'm not not really a novice anymore, but I'm still, you know, more of a regular consumer. This reminds me of the first time I had a good fresh hop beer. Mm. That fla the smell, the flavor was just like, it, it, I, I don't know if vegetal would be the right way to compare it, but it's, again, if I want to go back to memories and sensory stuff, it's reminding me of sitting in that other studio when we recorded that first fresh hop episode and I had the ex novo. <laughs> Your and, mind was And I was blown. just like melting. Um Obviously, this is not as vegetal or like dirt or any of that stuff. It's just really, really obviously hoppy. Mm -hmm. And once you take a sip, it's bitter, but it it is it's not it's not unbalanced. Like I feel like right. it was a smooth, easy sip. It's just really bitter and hot flavor. If you don't like Simcoe, you will not like this beer. True. You get you get that Simcoe flavor nice and tight mm -hmm. in the middle. I would like to teach a class about Simcoe with this beer. Mm. Also, so do it. There is a theme going on here. I like this can. It is so straightforward. Yeah, and you'll see this. I'll put it on the Instagram story. You will see this. It is so simple and so straightforward. I think it's pretty. 
It is very simple. Uh, sometimes less is more. Sometimes uh, when you just have a simple can and someone can look out and say, oh, I know who that is. Great. Perfect. This that's beer is seven days old. So quite fresh for an IPA. Yeah, that's rad. What was the uh, first one? What was the allegory? Allegory is also pretty fresh. I believe it says, I can't read it that well because it's kind of smushed together. I believe it says the fifth. Okay, so that's eight, eight days. days. And then you said a month for the trapdoor. Trapdoor's a month to the day. And then we'll see what the Rubens is. The Rubens is nine days old. Okay. A lot of fresh beer on the table. I like this beer. I do too. I, I think I think it's a little bit too bitter to have multiple of in my world. I can see that. I um, can see that. Because I've had now a quarter of a glass and my mouth is like, I mean, yeah. It, water! It, I know. It is kind of a palate wrecker. Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, th- that's the good news. What I'm really glad that we're going to a triple IPA. That's called Blimey, That's Bitter. Next, because this is, yeah, I mean, this is... It, the the hop character is so strong, and it coats your palate so well. I would say that everything's going to taste like this. Yep. You know, I challenge go back and, and taste that dad hat from Allegory. You're just going to be like, this thing is so hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd all those Southern Hemisphere hops come from? <laughs> this is an absolute. That is a great way to put it. Palate wrecker. Yeah, yeah. My mouth is just like. Mm-hmm. It feels like I just had spicy food, but with hops. Yep. It's just like in there and it's marinating and it's getting as i'm sitting here it's getting stronger mm-hmm. it's like growing and growing and growing in that flavor it's good but this is a this is a one and done kind of thing if you're going out like and you're getting a sample tray you can't put this on your sample tray it's going to destroy the other beers just put it last i mean that's what that's what we do i when you know i got this yeah, with an idiots like me go one sip at a time down the line <laughs> i got this advice from uh from one of our bartenders jack and he he was telling me a story from back in the day that him and Ben Edmonds were kind of talking about, um, what was the term they use? Impact. They were talking about impact and how a beer impacts your palate and how important it is to, when you're tasting beers, to go from lowest impact to heaviest impact. And even sometimes it's nice to break it up by going back to something lighter just to kind of cleanse your palate. So like at Slabtown, for example... I create the menu that is in the order of the least impactful on your palate to the most impactful on your palate. It's not lightest to darkest. It's not lowest ABV to highest ABV, although there is a little correlation with that. Um, And it is not malt to hops to sour to stouts, although there is a little correlation in that as well. The idea is so that when you get that taster tray in front of you, because we have preset taster trays, when you get that tray in front of you, it's already set up for success. Because I had one woman, she tasted this beer, Unbearable Lightness. It was a 3.5% Pilsner. And it was so cool. Because it was low ABV, but had really great hop character. But she had tasted it after a hazy IPA. And she was like, this just tastes like water. And she wasn't wrong. I mean, I, I mean, I disagree. I don't think the beer tastes like water at all. But she wasn't wrong. Because her mouth had been destroyed by this very juicy, tropical, hazy IPA that we did with Cigar City. And it was that moment where I was like, okay, we got to switch this up somehow. When you get the tray, you can drink it however you want. However, I've I think, always been a fan of the sip one at a time. And I'm the opposite. And you not know finish me. each one because I want to I figure out which ones I like the best right off the top. Mm-hmm. But knowing that, I should probably change my tact. 
Yeah, I do it the other way just because I also think it's tough to really know a beer in only a sip. I mean, I think it's tough to know a beer in four ounces or five ounces, however yeah. big your taster tray is. So I, I, I'm I a big fan of like eight ounce tasters. Not to get wasted, but I, I feel I can actually dive into a beer and get to know it with just more volume. Yeah. I know that sounds duh, but... Sometimes it needs to be explained. That's why I'm not the biggest taster tray fan. Yeah, I, I get them. I still go places and get them because you funny. want you want to try as many beers as you can, exactly. bang for your buck, yeah. without, and without getting wasted. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. Um, and and it's and it my my staff and other my bartender friends they they think I'm crazy. They're like, you get taster trays. We hate taster trays. We hate making them. We don't want people buying them. We want you drinking pints, and you like them. Yeah, I, th- I think they're great. Well, they're valuable. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's the best way to get to know yep. a brewery if you're going there for the first time, and that's that. It's 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 as straightforward as that. And if you go to a brewery that you like and you want to have multiple beers, what's the best way to do that without getting hammered? Yeah, get a taster tray. Yeah. So, stop judging us, industry workers, <laughs> jerks. They're not judging you. They're judging me. Well, they're judging me too. No, they are, don't care that you want a taster tray. They're just mad that. I want a taster tray, knowing what it goes into well, making a taster it tray. It sounds like they care that people want taster trays, Patrick. So <laughs> stop judging me, okay? All right. The uh, final one is uh, let's see if our, our palate being wrecked will get over that fact with a nice 10% triple IPA from Rubens. The blimey, that's bitter. Triple IPA. I have not, man, I haven't seen triple IPAs out in the wild since Wickle last year, and I guess we're getting there. Well, February tends to be a very. Uh, Triple IPA heavy month. I mean, I, I I blame the Yahoos at Santa Rosa that we were talking about earlier. You know, with Pliny the Younger always comes out in February, and I, I mean, I believe it's out now. I think it I think it came out like three days ago, something like that. Uh, and and then I think us in the Northwest who love our hops and you know love our IPAs. I think a lot of us just kind of joined in. I think Notorious from Boneyard was first created in a February. Now they I'm pretty sure they make that beer year round now. But Notorious is our Pliny the Younger and we get it all the time. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had Notorious from Boneyard, but it's great. I might have, but not that I remember I necessarily. Think it's probably my second favorite beer that Boneyard does only because I can't drink too much of it just because it's a triple IPA. I mean, I really like Armored Fist. That's probably my favorite Boneyard beer. But yeah, Notorious, that's your triple IPA. I enjoy their Rojo Red. It is quite good. Oh, I don't like spicy beers. Yeah, I know you don't like reds either that much, but that is a very good red. Yeah. Didn't that take gold at some... It medals all something? the time in places. Yeah. That, some Something that's really de- yeah. definitive. I mean, I mean that, beer, that, beer is, that beer is great. All right, let's pour the Reuben. Come on. Okay. okay come on, okay, come on, come on. Jeez, jeez. I want, I want the triple... I want the 10%. Right now, I'm, I'm fiending for it. You're let's an go. ABV bro, huh? Uh, I mean, I used to be. I feel like I've become less of an ABV bro. Did you notice that yesterday when you asked for beer, I said bazooka face because I went, you know what? 4.5% sounds fine right now. Or it, whatever it is. Is it 4.5? 4.9. 4.9. It is excellent. <laughs> I love that beer. I made crowlers for us yesterday for radio show. Yes. And uh, I made myself a crowler of bazooka face as well. And then I opted to not drink that because I wanted to take it home, <laughs> which is super dumb because I didn't drink it last night and I'm going to work today. Yeah. I could have made another one today, but I was like, I want to save this one. All right. Whoa. Oh my yeah. God. Big. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that is, I mean, that gets through the palate record. Let me tell you something. 
That broke through the uh, that broke through the brother Cascadia beer. That smells and tastes. Whew. The smell is really big. Whew. I don't love the smell. Well, you don't love triple IPAs. I know that, right? I mean, I don't hate them. It's just I. When you take IPAs and you need to bump up the ABV, the gravity changes, and the only and and the easiest way to get that to change is to increase the malt build, and. To do that, the body's going to get thicker, it's going to get sweeter, it's going to get heavier, and that is just not how I like my beer. Did you know that this Super Chief IPA from Brothers Cascadia is 5.6%? Wow. That's surprising. I was, I was expecting like me, a 7, 8 or something. Right. Come at me, bro. That's right. what I'm talking about. I know you're a little bit nervous, but take a sip. This is, um, oh my God. I don't really know how to explain this other than if you want a hop punch super high abv like it it doesn't taste overly alcoholic but you taste the alcohol in there if you want to feel the beer you're drinking drink this beer because yeah. this is it it's got a good hop profile i i don't know what hops are in it but i taste the hops i'm assuming it'll tell us um uh, that's not telling us using ludicrous amounts of hops we focus on hop flavor and aroma okay well what kind of hops well, what's your fantasy what if it's ludicrous hops is that a type of hop? No. Oh, okay. It's just a rapper from cool. Atlanta. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I do love me some Luda. Um, yeah, it's not telling me what hops are in here. It's it's really... Uh, it's hard for me to break down flavors because it's a bomb of flavor. And I think that's probably the point, right? Blind me, that's bitter. It's a bomb. It's triple IPA. It's just like a woo right in the mouth. Let's go. The vast majority Don't take of, that as sexualized, please. The vast majority of hops are added late in the boil for a delightfully bitter brew. Okay. Interesting. I will say the last one is more bitter than this one. I The Super I, Chief is more bitter than this one. I would agree with that. Um, I actually like the hop character on the Super Chief better than this. Um, it's, a little, uh, it's a little bit too much. Is, and yeah, and that, that sip, I got way more of the alcohol content in it. Yeah. Look, I, I normally like Rubens a lot. This is not my favorite Rubens beer. Uh, I, I've liked triple and double IPAs in the past because sometimes you just want to get that super flavorful flavor. There's This is a little bit too much for me. for me, Even for me, and that's saying something. I will tell you this. I have had worse Rubens beers. Um, Whew, and it's I, like sticking. And I love this brewery. Um, I actually think this beer does a really great job of covering the ABV. I don't think this beer tastes 10%. Because I just, I just got a, a sip on it, and I was like, oh... Hello there. Yeah, I, I mean, high ten percent. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, taste I, mean I get a, I get a little booze character, but I don't get I don't get ten point five. What's funny is that normally in the boozy beers, you say this tastes boozy, and I go, eh, I don't really taste it. I taste it in this one. Yeah, that's so funny. And you're like, yeah, I don't really taste it in this one. I mean, I it's there, but I don't find it overly there. Yeah. But I mean, a shocker. I love this can. This can looks good. Well, that's why I bought all these. So I was like, these look good. Yeah, hey, that looks cool. You're a sucker for good. marketing. Hell yeah, dude. It's huge. <laughs> it's always big. Um, all right. So I, I think, I mean, I know where we're going with our beer of the week today. It's the Super Chief IPA from Brothers Cascadia. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like the allegory. Yeah. But I didn't love the allegory. And we both loved the Brothers Cascadia. Okay. I think that uh, that's what I was leaning towards is both Super of us. Super Chief. Both of us liked it a lot. Beer of the week this week is the Brothers Cascadia Super Chief IPA. It's not a hazy. It's super dank. Nelson Sauvin, Simcoe, Cryo, 5.6. Forged in this place, crafted by its people. Dedication in every glass. 
That is now the third Brothers Cascadia beer I've had, and all three of them have been spectacular. That's great. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. There you go, Vancouver. Yeah, I know. There you go. Get there you up. go, Southwest Washington. I know. I remember these guys used to like brew in their garage. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's an, a, a common story. Yeah. You know, the boys over at Great Notion, they used to brew in their garage too. And now they're, you know, the trendiest brewery of people that don't live in Portland. So there you go. There's our tasting room. Uh, I think this is volume four of our tasting. Is it the fourth episodes. time we've done this? I think so. I like these episodes. I do too. They're fun. They let us try different beers. They let you guys hear about different beers and different breweries mm-hmm. maybe you haven't heard of before or haven't had a chance to experience. Uh, so once again, we got the Allegory Dad Hat uh, Pilsner. We had the Sticky from Trapdoor, which is a... Steik. I, I want to believe that's how it's set, spelled. It's, it's possible. <laughs> Be careful saying that, though. Steik Altbier. Uh, it's not really an Altbier, but it kind of is, uh, but that's the point. It's the Dusseldorf Altbier. Uh, we got the Super Chief from Brothers Cascadia, and then we got the Blimey That's Bitter from Rubens. Those are the four tasting room beers today, and the beer of the week that we are choosing is the Super Chief by Brothers Cascadia. Bravo, bravo fellas. Thanks, guys. We enjoyed that beer quite a bit. All right. Uh, Actually, for what for what it's worth... I liked all these beers. For I mean, once, for once, I'm the pickier one than you. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah. I think you're. I don't know. Could be mind frame too. Could be where we are in our palates today. You know, like what you had for breakfast or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I seem to be a little more loving today, and Mike is a little more of a stickler today. Mm, I wonder. Okay. I wonder why. <laughs> That's okay, buddy. I wonder why. It's okay. Um. Hopefully, it'll be okay. The uh, so next week you have a plan. I do. And. I believe we'll be able to execute said plan. I believe it's it it, it not, should not work out for both you, of our schedules. But it's all on you. If you can do it, I can do it. Okay. Next week, Bridgetown Beer House is doing a special event. Yep. Um, the event is happening on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So the day that we drop the podcast, yep. and I believe it starts at like twelve. Well, right? they're they what Dave told me is they're just going to put all the beers on. Okay, and they're going to be on all day. Okay, because they're not going to blow. So maybe they'll let us in a little early because twelve thirty going on location is a little bit late for me. But maybe we show up at eleven thirty and and get in there and and, and at least set up and then get ready to go. Um, what is the event? So they are doing like I don't God I don't have the actual event right in front of me. But, I do actually I but, can pull it up. But what they're doing is they're doing like a brand off, and it's it's between day one it's distribution, battle of the brands, battle of the brands. It's day one distribution and running man distribution, which are smaller distributors. Uh, in town, so they're not. The it's point. Uh, day one versus alebriated. Oh, alebriated. My bad. It's alebriated, not running man. Um, but uh, they're they're smaller distributors, so they're not point blank Columbia, Miletus, Western Bev, things like that. But they. But what's really cool about these small, these smaller distributors, especially like day one, is they get some really great breweries that aren't local. They have some a of the lot ones, of great stuff that's not local. Some of the ones that are on here on this flyer, Urban Family Brewing. Yep. Uh, Jackie's Brewing. Jackie O's. Jackie O's. Standard Brewing. Beachwood, which we talked about Beachwood, before. Beachwood, which I am obsessed with. They just dropped some cans this week. Alvarado Street Brewing. Also a great brewery. Varietal Beer Company. Uh, Chuck and Nut, you all know that very well. Chuck and Nut. And uh, Skookum. Skookum Brewery from yeah. Arlington, Washington. So those are the ones that are on the flyer. It says tapping at 3 p.m., which will not work for us. No. So no, but, but Dave, I, if you're listening, I, just, just I, you know, I chatted with Dave. He's down to make just it do happen. Just us a little favor, okay? He's down to make it happen, and I'd like to see if we can get maybe one of the reps or somebody in to kind of sit okay. in with us and chat about some stuff. But what I believe it is, I believe it's blind. 
Mm, okay. I believe you don't know what beer is what. It says round one was lagers, round two was IPAs, yeah, and then yeah. round three was wild card or something? Something so. like that, yeah. And you just taste them and you say, okay, I like this. So it could be like a Skookum Pilsner versus the Chuckanut Pilsner and a Beechwood IPA versus an Alvarado Street IPA. And I'm sure it's dependent on which distributor has which breweries, but we're going to blindly taste these beers i think it's gonna be really fun it'll it reminds me of the ipa challenge one yep. which actually a lot of people tend seem to like that episode i know we were so worried about we it were very worried really about that it. episode so uh it'll be similar to that uh we'll be going we'll be going back to bridgetown for the second time on the podcast we did our sports and beer podcast there if you remember mm-hmm. correctly watching a, a soccer match um that was like like a year ago now that we did yeah. that um uh, so we'll likely be there next thursday so i mean if you guys Hell, if you guys want to come down Thursday around lunchtime, we'll probably be there recording it. So if you want to come hang out, feel free. Shout out to RJ. I had beers with RJ the other day. He's the one who texted me about it. Very nice gentleman. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I was very happy and had a very good time with you. Uh, so yeah. So holla. Thanks, RJ, buddy. you said let us know. Let me know if you're coming down there. We'll likely be coming down there Thursday next week around lunchtime. So yeah. come say hi if you want. And uh, that'll be next week's episode. Remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, OmniRadio.com. Give us reviews, ratings, uh, subscriptions, all that kind of stuff. If you're going to give us three stars, explain it to us, jerk. <laughs> and then uh, Instagram.com slash beers and us. Find us there, follow us, and we uh, post pictures and whatnot. Uh, I will be at uh, OBAs on Tuesday. So if you listen to, the, listen to the pod and you're there, please say hi. Um, let's chat and stuff. Also, Zwicklemania is on Saturday. So all you brewers out there, all you brew pubs out there. Good luck. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I'm in it too, baby. You can't get it off. No days off for good behavior. If you're not at Zwicklemania this year, or if you skip Zwicklemania, go to Festival of the Dark Arts because I will never get to go to Festival of the Dark Arts as long as I work at a brewery. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, we already did our Sierra Nevada jokes. We don't have to do that. Uh, 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 uh. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Traces. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.